Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. WEEI Studios, the home of Patriots Monday and Friday. 93.7 WEEI-FM and HD1, Lawrence, Boston. Always live on the free Odyssey app. This hour of the KJ Show is brought to you by Cars for Kids, your number one charity for car donations. It's KJ Carson on WEEI. WEEI. I was just wondering um, what you've kind of learned about this group, how you bounce back after losing five of six. Like you've been through a lot of these ups and downs over your career. What have you seen um, that kind of gives you encouragement now? Um, our body language. You know, even tonight, you know, uh, Clippers went on a run and uh, our body language didn't change. You know, we, we stayed the course. They hit some tough shots. Uh, they took the lead and we just continued to come down and execute. Um, and I think that's where more of the team learning continuously each and every day, how to play that way. You know, it can get frustrating sometimes for us, uh, especially when shots aren't falling, calls aren't going your way. And other team feels like they, you know, they're on the run. They got the momentum, they're making shots. And, you know, it, it's, it's easy to let yourself go into those little lows where you just get down. And for us, we're just trying to focus on not allowing ourselves to do that this year. Um, we understand we're human. It's going to happen. And just try to, uh, you know, um, less than more of those times that we're doing it. So um, we've been doing a good job. we got to continue. Second hour of KJ on WEEI. Thank you so much for hanging out. 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. As Marcus Smart talking about the Celtics woke up. (laughs) They woke up. Because I've been saying here, look, you know, the 125s and the 126 games and scoring over 120, that's all really cool and dropping it down, but you need to show that you can get back to some of the defensive acumen that this team had last year. And sure enough, they did it. Celtics, on average, giving up 112 to their opponents this year. Clippers only scored 110 despite that third-quarter run. The trick, and I keep saying it, keeping their opponents to about 27 points or less per quarter, knowing that something can happen 
and you still want to at least give yourself in a position where you can win. And that's what happened. Celtics only gave up 49 points in the first half, kept the team under, kept the Clippers under 50 with a prolific score in Paul George, who was held pretty much in check last night. Granted, almost shot 50% from the field, but 10 for 22, 3 for 9 from 3. You were able to do what you needed to do. So when the Clippers go ahead and score 61 in the second half, it doesn't really matter because you've been defending them the way you've needed to really over these past several games. And I think especially this Clippers game here was the one game they say, okay, the Warriors won't be here later. We need to avenge this game immediately because this is fresh in our mind of how they lost by 20 out on the trip when they were on the West Coast. And I'm sticking to my guns, and even though Brown and Tatum each missed it by a point, when Tatum and Brown both score 30, there's almost no path for their opponents to win. Almost none. I think they were like 30-4 and four last year when both of them scored 30 points a game. Like, they're just unbeatable. Because what happens, as I mentioned, assists start to, to open up. And what do you know? Marcus Smart, nine assists last night. And Marcus Smart is a player that you really have to take your hat off to. Um, you know, it was like, hey, be the de- be the defensive guy we need you to be. We don't need you to be part of the offense, you know, trying to prove that you were the missing link, you know, over the last couple of seasons or a couple of seasons ago to really locking in on the defense and being defensive player of the year and taking pride in that. And now this new invention, which is sneaky good, is the little assist maker. I mean, think about a couple of seasons ago, if you said that, hey, Marcus Smart on the regular is giving you seven assists a game, you'd be like, he's he's passing the ball. He's passing it to himself. And no. And then, you know, you're talking about what, what Brown and Tatum did last night. Yeah, they weren't great from three. Tatum, three of 11 from three. Jalen Brown, 0 for eight. But still, they hung in there. They fought back. They clawed back. Al Horford coming up in key moments. Seven rebounds. Two offensive rebounds as well. Two blocks. Where you don't need more. He only had eight points, but that's that was fine. You needed him at key moments in games. And where Robert Williams, ah, not so as effective, better on the rebounding situation. Of course, he's going to get four or five shots close to the rim. You know, the, the pick and roll or the pick and pop. Well, he's not going to really pop. You're not going to. If he develops that shot, then Robert Williams becomes unstoppable. He can start hitting jumpers from 18 at the elbows at the free throw line. Oh, my gosh. You wouldn't wouldn't know if he was coming to go or which way to go. But giving you the 12 points, the rebounds, you know, less than than normal, but still. You don't want to super depend on what one guy does and one guy only does, and the other guys, that's all they do. You're getting 17 points from Smart. Derek White showed up with 15. You know, this team is poised for it, which I I think this New Year's Day game against Denver is going to be quite interesting on the road at an elevation. You got Jokic. It's really going to be a battle of the MVP discussion. I think Tatum's MVP discussion has lost a little bit of luster. I, I, I think as everything plays out, as the season continues on, Tatum is going to be that guy that you would have to beat out. I mean, Luca's going to have these nights more often. I mean, uh, John, uh, uh, not John, uh, Luca's not going to have as often as those nights as he had like that 60, 20-something again, uh, 10 the, uh, a few nights ago. 
But Jokic is going to consistently be that guy that's going to offer up triple doubles. So if Tatum loses the MVP race, it's because Jokic might pull a a Russell Westbrook, where at the end of the season he averages a triple-double as a big man, which would absolutely be one of the sickest things I've ever seen in my entire life. But, you know, they did what they needed to do last night. You know, Paul George, only 24 points, uh, was in a little bit of foul issue. Same thing with Kawhi Leonard. Uh, Kawhi Leonard starting to get his legs back, but if you can get, you know, George and Kawhi playing over 35 minutes and really having to overexert themselves, then yeah, you know. Powell's the only one that really contributed for them outside of the two of those guys. And even though Zubak had 11 rebounds, it didn't, I mean, it was only one better than, you know, uh, Grant Williams and Jason Tatum had just as many. So as this team continues to step up with the defensive presence, then games like this against the Clippers are only going to be beneficial in terms of their growth moving forward, especially when you've got the Bucks who are kind of in a slippage right now. The 76ers are on a coming. I'd be very interested to see how that game with the Pelicans go uh, tonight, later this evening when I get out of here. I might watch that game late tonight. Um, but also the Nets who are, who are just right now the hottest thing in the league. And the Nets would be probably a team I would be just as concerned about as the Bucks when it comes to the Celtics, only because there are pieces that the Nets have that if they still want to bring in another key piece, not a superstar per se, but another key piece, they have bench players that are desirable to get them to a, a place like maybe in Indiana. You know, they get someone like a Buddy Heel or you know, something like that, or maybe even a Evan Turner. I'm sorry, um, yeah, yeah, Miles Turner. I'm sorry, not Evan Turner. Evan Turner's a whole other guy. Miles Turner. You get something like that going where they get a little more presence of scoring in the paint, then you have a problem because now you don't have to worry about, if you're the Nets, Ben Simmons being a scorer but being a disruptor. Now if Ben Simmons, say, becomes the primary defender of Jason Tatum, that's going to cause a problem for the Celtics. The Bucks. While I'm not sad to see them kind of starting to have a little bit of slippage, you clearly see that if they don't have Chris Middleton and it's happening now, then why wouldn't it happen again like it did last year? Maybe even worse because of attrition, uh, all the effort you're going to have to put in just to fight to be in that spot just to see the Celtics. Now, maybe you're one of those teams that say, hey, if we get to the four spot, then we could see the Celtics in a quarterfinal instead of worrying about seeing them in a finals or a semifinal. So, you know, it'll be it'll be pretty interesting. I, I think it's just going to be very incumbent on the on the Celtics to continue to hold that number one spot, so that way you know that coming out uh, of the regular season and into the playoffs, that you're going to be getting one of the worst because the, the bottom of the of the pile in the East. It's not like last year where the Nets were sitting in there. You're like, oh my gosh, if the Nets come out of there and you have to play them right away, that could be a problem. But you've got teams like the Knicks and Washington and stuff like that hanging down there where you could say, okay, this these are teams that you could handle in the first round early and be prepared while these other teams are battling each other out the Clevelands, the 76ers, Miami has now picked up their stride. So you would want to get closer to the, the one seed, two seed, but you don't want to start finding yourself in three, four situation where one of these teams that can give you a headache or take you into a series that just goes too long come the playoffs. Now, I know KJ might be too soon to talk playoffs, but it, you know sometimes you say you have to speak these things in existence. And plus, the team 
has really corrected the ills of last year. Like if you look from year to year, from where they were last year at this time and where they are now, you would literally be talking about a Celtics team that just got kicked out of their prime spot on Christmas Day because they were just that atrocious. So, you know, we'll see if Joe Mazzulla's back from, I don't know. You know, we were talking about it last night uh, with uh, producer Joe Stiz about like how Joe Mazzulla is out with a scratched cornea, and we wondered, could allergies fall under that same diagnosis, right? Like, if he's got itchy eyes, then how would it be any different than a scratched cornea technically because one rubs their eyes when they have allergies? It, it could be, you know. Yeah, that's not a stretch of the imagination. It it kind of is, but yeah, why not? <laughs> but, you know, I, I, I hats off to Joe Mazzulla and what he's done so far this year. And maybe recently he has had that conversation with the team about, okay, you have to step up the defensive effort, especially now as teams have kind of seen you once at least. Some of the key teams, you know, again, like I said, when that West Coast trip happened, and when I'm talking about the Western portion of it, not when they played the game in Toronto and the one before that. Where they went two and two, where they lost, where they beat, they stomped Phoenix, then lost to Golden State, then they beat, they lost to the Clippers, and then beat the Lakers. I think clearly, obviously, when the Lakers come to town, you'd want to put the foot on their neck, not take them to overtime. But this game last night was the one that they had to make a statement because if they came out lackadaisical, or if the third quarter extended into the fourth quarter where the defense wasn't showing up, then I would start saying, okay, when does this team get serious about stopping really good teams? Because the Clippers out of the West, they're one of kind of the sweethearts for betters and the Sharps to come out and make it to the NBA Finals. So to be able to do that and show that you can defend them three out of the four quarters extremely well, you're going to have the hiccups, but because you extremely because of that great defense that went on for three quarters, a 36 quarter a 36 point quarter isn't going to hurt you as much as if they had another 30 point quarter. All right, we'll talk Red Sox here coming up plus more Patriots. KJWEEI 617-779-7937. Also still to come, a flashback parody on the Bruins from earlier this season. Getting ready for the new year. Have a happy one. But right now it's time to trend with Stiz. The Greg Hill Show, weekdays 6 to 10. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now is brought to you by Cars for Kids. It's the easy way to donate your car. Donate today. Your car can be picked up tomorrow. Go to carsforkids.com or call them at 1-877-CARS-FOR-KIDS. As KJ was just mentioning earlier, the Celts did what they needed to do at the Garden last night, shutting down Paul George, beating the Clippers 116-110. to Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown both had 29 points in the win. The Celtics are off until Sunday when they head to Denver to play the Nuggets. The Bruins are off until tomorrow when they host the Sabres at the Garden. Puck drops at 1 p.m. The New England Patriots take on the Miami Dolphins at Gillette Stadium on Sunday at 1 p.m. KJ is calling this the last stand for your New England Patriots, a must-win game. Mike Reese is reporting that Marcus Jones, Jack Jones, Jonu Smith, and Devontae Parker have all been ruled out for Sunday's game due to injuries. However, on a positive note, running back Damian Harris is off the injury report and is expected to play. Don't miss WEI's own Gresh, Andrew the Razor Raycroft in Millbury Tuesday, January 2nd from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Broadcasting on location at Timeout Market just down the road from Fenway Park. It's the WEI Classic broadcast on Boston Sports Original, WEI. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. More KJ up next. 
Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We're back. It's KJ Carson on WEEI. Download the Odyssey app and listen on demand anytime. Yeah. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. KJ, W-E-E-I. Thank you so much for hanging out. Happy New Year. Hopefully you're getting all your, I don't know. Do you really have to put a whole lot of effort into what you're going to do New Year's Eve? Maybe we discotheques used to be open. Honey, are we going to go to the discotheque for New Year's Eve or not? What now a time con- to be alive, KJ. I that know. must have been crazy. Leisure suits and overheated bodies. Gosh. Well, that's how a lot of us got here. Sometimes. I mean, that's even Grateful Dead making disco-type songs at the time. Yeah, look. Yeah, This might be the first year, really, that people are going to actively look to go do things for New Year's Eve. Like, the last time I actively did something, Stiz, for New Year's Eve was 2019, going into 2020, right? And I'm at a, I'm at a place in Malden uh, hosting... Uh, New Year's Eve with Sprinderella from from Salt and Pepper. Oh, yeah. But the good thing that I found out was because I had my family tucked around the corner at like a family friend's house, and I was like, well, you know what? Like, let me find out. Like, do you need me to count everybody down to midnight or Spinderella? Knowing that, you know, you paid more for Spinderella to be there. She's like, oh, Spinderella's got the countdown. Eleven thirty. Pew. Takes off. Takes off right ah. because the because the one I'm gonna kiss. Is definitely not in a club that night. And plus, it wouldn't have been a good look having the family stashed around the corner at the family friend house and showing up at 2 30 in the morning, you know, lipstick on the collar. Baby, it's New Year's Eve. <laughs> let's take this drive to the Mystic River. Let's let's take a look at some of the 
construction they're doing on one. Oh, the beautiful scenic Mystic River. <laughs> I actually remember that show. I remember seeing the flyer of you hosting that. I think it was at like Mix 360 or something. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's so right. I remember That's that. a little bit of my past life here in Boston, you know, kind of like some people were wondering, where, where does this KJ guy come from? It's not like I just came out of thin blue air, you know, there's... I mean, there's a lot of hard legs that I deal with now in the audience, more so than before. <laughs> the audience just as, isn't as cute as it was in the other life, but that's fine. One can chew gum and walk at the same time. Um, I don't know if that's the case with the Red Sox, though. I'm going to read you the bats right now that exist on the Red Sox roster, and you tell me is any pitcher that's halfway decent would be scared. Christian Arroyo, Justin Turner, Raphael Devers has a reason to be scared. Tristan Cassis, Reese McGuire, Kike Hernandez, Alex Verdugo, Masasata Yoshida, Rob Refschneider, Trevor Story. Really? Yeah. I. We haven't. I haven't even gotten to the pitching portion yet. But when you look at what what's been going across the lay of the land of, of Major League Baseball, there's only one of two reasons I would think that why you, if you're Hein Bloom, you're really not trying to go after bats. And I think part of it is analytics, where with the change in the pitching clock and the ability to steal bases, you're probably trying to figure out: Do you need to spend as much to get a return? Because of some nervousness that may happen from the pitching, from the pitching game, that's a real possibility. And if that's the case, it looks smart. And maybe you kind of create this thing. Maybe this whole thing, like, hey, you don't have to pay anybody forty million dollars when you can get a ten million dollar guy who's got a little bit of speed and will always be on the base pass, on the base pass. But here's what's funny: analytics people hate the stolen base. They say there's no value in it. This coming season, there's going to be a lot of value in it. And if you want evidence that maybe this is it, this is why you're like, hey, Trevor's story may be a star, not because of what he's going to do with his bat, but the dude may end up with 50 stolen bases just off of this new rule. But again, you would say, ah, you know, because that's the conversation. You, you need a bat. They still need a bat. And I say they need bats. They need balls. They need arms. They need leadership outside of the clubhouse. You know, if I was Alex Cora, I would definitely be either living in another hemisphere or like living in the Tropic of Capricorn. Like, just hang out somewhere down in South America for right now, brother. Because this is, just once find out what's it. You just check your mailbox once you get to the office over on Fenway. But here are the bats that are still out there. You got Brandon Belt, San Francisco. He's still looking at a deal. His value somewhere around $16 million. I think that would just be too rich for Heim's budget. You know, but how do you talk a guy who sees his value at about $16 million down to ten? I think that's the magic number. Do you bring in 42-and-a-half-year-old Nelson Cruz just to be a DH? I mean, that's right in that $10 million range, but it's not the same Nelson Cruz you'd just be getting. You'd be getting the headlines. You wouldn't be getting the story that you used to have. You got A.J. Pollock out there. That's something you may consider. someone you may consider. Miguel Sanyo, uh played with Minnesota. He's still out there, but, you know, off of his injuries, you you just don't know. You know, Gary Sanchez, if those who've played Major League Baseball the show, the guy has only one red zone in the entire strike zone. And do you really need to bring in another catcher? I mean, if you couldn't get Vasquez to come back, what's the point of getting Gary Sanchez in here? 
Andrew McCutcheon may be someone that you look at as a DH, maybe playing a little bit of field to kind of spell some other people to give them rest. Uh, possibly one of these guys who will benefit from these new rules with the stolen base, not so much stealing bases, but in terms of pitchers who are going to be forced to throw balls more down, the, to throw more meatballs. And if you're a veteran hitter, that's what you want to see is the meatball coming down the plate with a runner going. So Andrew McCutcheon may be someone who's on the radar. It's not going to get the fan base jumping up and down going, woo, 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 woo. But if this is the route that Heim is going where let's see how these new rules play out, do you really need a big bat? Who do you go get? Or do you go get a known bat that you know can make some contact? Andrew McCutcheon, he'll have his sports spurts during the season, but, you know, season is long and sometimes he'll get in those ruts. But wouldn't be the worst to come here? Not because I expect him to be putting balls over the fence, but putting balls in play with runners moving. Trey Mancini, you know, he could play a little bit of outfield. I think his value number is going to go a little a little higher. Um, maybe 18 he's looking at. The 20, I, that might be too rich, considering you. I think the, the team is making the commitment to Cassis at first, and I wouldn't be mad at that per se. I just would be mad at that Bobby Dahlbeck was still in the mix at first. I'm like, the Red Sox have called up Bobby Dolly. No. What? It's all a real possibility. Yuleski Gurriel, a great contact hitter with the with the with the Astros, started his career a little bit later in life. He could be ideal and maybe one that would want to come to play for the Red Sox. Maybe you can find like an Edgar Martinez gene inside of him as a DH, playing a little bit of backup first with the right-handed bat. Uh 38 and a half years old, so if he's probably going to look for a two-year deal just the same way that you, you gave um, Justin Turner the the one year and an option. He may want the same thing. But I think there's good value in there because he still makes great contact with the ball, and that's probably what you're going to need. And maybe if, if Casas gets into some type of rut, then you would have a, a, a veteran backup there at first that can give you some more games while you might be discussing with Casas what, he, what he's seeing and what he isn't seeing. Um, Luke Voigt. Maybe as a DH only. I don't know where you play him in the field. I don't think he's played first base in a while. He'll give you a little bit of pop, but he'll also miss as well. But be honest, if you're saying, hey, we got Luke Voigt, would you really jump up and down? Would you really be willing to blow out the candles? Would that be, would that, no, that wouldn't be on your radar. And then it starts to get thin after that. So there are no real bats out there in the free agent market. And you also have to ask yourself, like, what trade bait do the Red Sox actually offer? Where, (sighs) I can't see. 617-779-7937, text line 37937. It's KJWEEI, still to come. Uh, Some people know that I do parodies here on the station. I try not to be that one-trick pony. Like, hey, I got a song for you here. You like it? Here it here it go. Since the Bruins are hot, I definitely want to play something that was going on back at the beginning of 2022 where a lot of the chaos was happening and and how you hope it doesn't spread to Pasta and his, his desire to get a deal. That's coming in 15 minutes here on WEEI. Let's go to Chris in the car. Thank you so much for calling KJ at night here on WEEI. You're on the air. KJ, love Love your show. Uh, Thank just you. love it. Quick quick question, and then mm-hmm. I'll take the answer off air. Uh, given what's happened with the Celtics and the insane success that they've had, 
what are you, what are your feelings and where do you see this thing with Missoula and Udoka end up? And on that, I'll take the answer off there. And thanks for taking the call and have a happy new year, brother. Yeah, happy to new year, happy new year to you as well, Chris. Yes. Uh, if you missed any of the show, remember the Odyssey app is free. Type in W E E I ninety three seven and it'll come right up, and you can hear the conversation I had about the Celtics with the defense and everything. But to Chris's question regarding the Celtics with M A and Joe Missoula. I do find it interesting that Joe Mazzulla is still the interim coach and hasn't been named the full-time head coach, which makes me believe that there could be a chance that M.A. is in some type of, I have to be careful how I say this, that the Celtics are not just ready to just discard M.A. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, right? Because if there's help that he needs to get and the Celtics are supportive of him getting that help, then you would want you would want that any employer to do that, right? Like if there's some, as long as this person is not committing crimes, and that was not the story of Ma. Ma was not committing criminal acts, uh, acts that were potential detrimental to the overall environment of the culture, possibly. But do you say, hey, if we get this person the assistance that they need, you know, some other stories have come out involving, you know, kind of the, I don't want to say blowback, but just kind of the aftermath of everything that happened. Neil Long, his longtime fiance, and the mother of his, I think, 10 or 11 year old son, they are no longer together, according to Nia. Now, if Nia, that, that's, that's according to her. Um, but, you know, I think the reason why Joe Missoula doesn't have the interim tag taken off of him just yet is because I think the Celtics are willing to listen or to try and understand a path for MA to come back. Uh, some people think it's a, it's a more polarizing situation than it really is. I think some of it is kind of cut and dry where, um, look, there are things you can and cannot do at work. Some people see it as something normal. Sometimes it can go over a line. If it goes over that line, you definitely would want to get control back over the culture, especially if there are di- differing opinions about how things went down or what have you. That. It's just going to be very imperative for a team that went to the NBA Finals. And the other part of it is, and let's just call it what it is, when the Nets came calling for M.A. Adoka, and then the Nets decided, well, no, we're not going to do it because there's too much of a distraction what was going on with Kyrie Irving, I was like, uh, you know what, really? You're not going to make a move about the entirety of your team because of one person on the team? I think behind the doors it was kind of like, you know what, M.A., if you want to go there, You can go. We're not going to stop you. However, if there's a chance to be able to come to some form of understanding, not agreeing or disagreeing with what's happening, but understanding that you are part of this franchise, you've done amazing work as a head coach, and if there are ways that we can get help to you that you need to make you not only a better coach but a better MA, why would they not offer that up? And I think Joe Mazzula would be that guy that would understand, hey, I'm the interim guy. If M.A. comes back, I'm still under him, but I have a great resume tape that shows what I can do. This sounds like radio. I have a great resume tape of what I can do, and I might be the next hot coach being named considering what I did with the Celtics in the middle of all the mess that was going on. Probably don't chew the gum at the next interview, Joe. Leave the gum at home. That's just the only thing I would recommend. Celtics on the the court again Sunday against Denver. That's going to be a great game. Joe Mazzulla's been doing a wonderful job. Heim Bloom, eh. 
And you've heard me say, and, and, and how I've come to the conclusion that if you're not spending now as the Red Sox are not, are you playing this hide-and-seek game waiting for Shohei Atani in 2024? Oh, well, they're not spending now. We're talking about now. There's nobody else in the game who can pitch, hit, and play every day. And if it's going to cost you $100 million more, then there are people who are sitting around typing buttons showing how they can make that money back fast. Because that's the other part of it. If you're going to pay out $500 million for a player, which you may potentially do for Shohei Otani, you have to think, how how does that money get recouped in an expeditious way? Jersey sales, international game rights, potentially. Podcast, well, not podcast. Well, it could be. Dedicated television shows, kind of like a all-access type situation that play overseas. If it's him and Yoshida, then now you really have like the run DMC of tag teams and playing Major League Baseball right now. You're two most current stars from those leagues. It would be a smart play. Now, the crazy thing is, it might be Heim's big play and his last play, and there might be some different things that happen after that. But that's the only thing that kind of makes sense to me of why this team is just actively not spending when there's no there, there's no cap. You can spend over the tax. The team makes plenty of money. It is not hurting for fan attendance. It's not hurting in rights or anything like that. The, the, the Red Sox, it's like the housing market. While it's been a little painful and uncomfortable and it's weird driving through like Weston and seeing for sale signs when nobody's giving up that house or they pretty much, hey, meet me on Saturday and I'll sell you my house. You know how this is. Oh, you know, like oh, the yeah. house is gone before the sign even gets up in the yard. You're like, I, I never knew it was for sale. You just see people, empty house for a day, then lights come back on and there's a moving truck. They're like, I, I didn't even get a chance to look at the listing. So some of that has changed, but always remember, New England will never suffer in the pocket. You can watch other portions of the country go through recessions and be like, yeah, that's not happening here. Like that. And that should kind of be the approach with the Red Sox in terms of you have the money, no one's saying spend all of it, but spend it in a way where it says to the fan base, this team is going to compete. And I think you've already they've already missed the boat in, in finding another bat that's bona fide. And there's kind of a fear that where's the pitching the that you're going to get because that's even more that's even more needed than probably the batting situation frontline pitching Heim did a great job getting Kenley Jansen because that answers the ninth inning you can get Matt Barnes out of that role and turn him into a setup man maybe even him and Whitlock as a 7-8 duo you switch them off now when you're starting to get innings five and six you're saying okay hopefully starting pitching is going and if it's not now you've got Tanner Houck who potentially can give you some stretch innings or Whitlock can give you those stretch two innings. Something I talked about during the season last year where if you can get some of these guys that have shown decency with their arm and get them to middle relief, some of them will get start spots. But that's why I thought the deal for Corey Kluber even weeks ago, like three, four weeks ago, would be very key because Kluber will eat up innings and they will be decent ones. Now, people will say, you know, look, his wins were against horrible teams. But again, look, it's who you get. It's what you do against them. And right now, if, 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 I, I could not imagine any prognosticator 
of the American East American League East says, oh, watch out for the Red Sox as currently constructed. No. I think they missed out on a chance at Syndergaard to potentially have a picture of the future. I think it's kind of tough saying that, okay, Chris Sale is the ace still? Really? Like, we don't know if Chris Sale is going to be available on day one or day 60. Day 120, you just don't know. So for the Sox fans, I feel for you. Trust me, I'm right there. Because this team, or pieces of this team, overachieved two years ago. And the help didn't come. And that's the that's the genesis of everything. Where the team did more than what was expected, and people were scream, screaming, get pitching, do something, do something, do something. It didn't happen. And it just went all downhill from there. Carried into this year. Now, granted, they were two games away from going to the World Series, but that's because they had built up so much cachet in that season that it could carry them a little bit. But everybody knew the pitching was the issue. And think about it. Back then, it was like, hey, how do you get starters to go seven innings? Then last year, it was like, how can you get these guys to get through the fifth? And with Nasty Nate gone, and you could see that coming, um, where you, you have a lot of hope for Brian Bayo. That's where that's really where the team is right now. I think you have more hope for Brian Bayo and what he can do than what you believe that Chris Sale can come back and do. You don't want to miss the next hour. Um, Stiz, last year, I had the holiday party that led into New Year's Eve where I get my drink on early and start to bump into different personalities in Boston sports. Next year, I'm popping open the bubbly early and one of the people going to have a conversation with is Heim Bloom, and and I'll have a I'll have a few in my system. Ooh, that should be interesting. Yeah, so I'm kind of scared, but but not really. <laughs> Next, the Bruins can they win it all? And the replay of a parody from earlier this year that turned out very well for the Bruins in the long end. It's KJWEI six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven text line three seven ninety three seven. Thank you so much for hanging out and. Merry New Year! After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medella is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Get Boston Sports Original on the go. Wherever you go. Just download the Odyssey app. We're right back to it. It's KJ Carson on WEEI. Yeah. This is my campaign song right here. Give the people what they want. Entertainment, sports, music, a little bit of insight to life. 
Where else are you going to get that? But WEEI with KJ617-779-7937. Text line 37937. Happy New Year to you. Remember, Keefe at Night starts January 3rd during this time, 6 p.m. January 3rd. Rich Keefe at Night, 6 p.m. here on WEEI. All right, text line 37937. Stiz, what you got? So you do have a couple texts. Uh, Texter in the 404, KJ says, KJ, I love your assessment of the possibility of Bloom waiting for Otani. Thank you. That's a that's an Atlanta number. I wonder if that's the guy who sold me my phone. Like, do I owe Bill? No, I, but yeah, I lived in yeah I, Atlanta number. I mean, that's the great thing about cell phone numbers is if you keep them for a long time. Because I remember at one time in my life, it was just like, hey, uh, I got a cell phone. I don't know long. I don't know long. One of the early cell phones I bought. True story, is you know the little gallery inside of Children's Hospital, on the back of it, right there on the. Uh, on the uh, the Dana Farber side, you know what I'm talking about, like the the gallery right there at the corner of oh gosh, take it right there at Fenway, right there. I can't think of the name, but Longwood? there's little, Longwood, Ave? Longwood. That's it, yeah, right? Yeah, Longwood yeah. Ave. Inside of there is where I bought like one of my very first cell phones, like one of those Nokia black thick ones. It was like in 2000. Like I had that number for all of three weeks because I didn't realize that you know. Daytime minutes like cost a whole lot more. There was no such thing as daytime minutes and nighttime minutes at the time. So, um, yeah, thank you so much for the kind words. And, you know, well, truth be told, I do actually still have an Atlanta number from like over 15 years ago, my cell phone number. So now, well, now I guess it's just figuring out the other seven numbers to start spamming me, but still. I was you know. wondering what your area code was. Whenever you text me, I'm like, what is that? I, that's I never, it, that's I never Atlanta. got around to Googling it. It's the only thing from my Atlanta days I can hold on to. Like, I got married a year after. Hotlanta. I, I literally told my wife, I said, honey, I will not take a job in Atlanta until we've been married for at least 10 years. Oh, my gosh. I can tell the stories. I can tell some stories. I mean, even one person, honestly, this is a true story. I actually was involved with a woman whose aunt had run for president of the United States at one time. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Dogged her out. I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're a bad. I think I had Yeah, you know, out. I was like, I don't like politics and I don't like you. No kidding. Um, look, the Bruins are doing what they are supposed to do, and I, I, I call. I think this is really the last ride for the older crew, including Kreshi coming back from overseas and probably at the right time. I think he would have come back for anything to get out of Eastern Europe. But one thing that's really important right now happening with the Bruins that's going to be important as you get later into the season is the points difference they have with the Maple Leafs right now, the Lightning aren't even really in earshot or even in shot distance. That the Bruins very much have a great chance to being the number one seed overall in the Eastern Conference. Uh, The Hurricanes are seven points behind them. But at 1-2, I mean, that will, like literally for me, Bruins versus Hurricanes this year could be one of the top series to see to see who goes to the Stanley Cup in probably the last 10 years. It will just be a fascinating matchup. And I kind of hope these they kind of stays this way. The whole Devils hoopla, it's really turned around because the Devils were kind of stealing some of the Bruins' sunshine. The Devils have only won two of their last ten. The Hurricanes have won nine straight. They are a beast. But the Bruins have maintained. They've won seven of their last ten. And when you just look at how things break down, think about how the scoring periods were last year. 
where last year this was just a team that was just absolutely abysmal when it came to situational uh, goals in the third quarter. 74 to 73. They outscored their opponents by one goal last year in the third period. And you remember how much of a headache that was. This year, it's a whole different ballgame with this team. <laughs> 50 to 22. That's what separates this Beng- uh, this uh, Bruins team from last year. That you weren't giving up a lot of the easy stuff. You weren't giving hope. The opponents seemed, you know, last year, you remember on the road, you're like, oh my gosh, they get down, they get down after two, it's all over. That's not the case anymore. After two, when they're trailing, they're two, three, and two. And after a tie after two, seven and one. When the opponent scores first, nine, four, and two. That's championship stuff right there. That's saying, hey, that's great you scored first. It doesn't necessarily mean you're going to win. This is where the Bruins' problems were last year, and this is where a lot of controversy that was swirling around the team, Jake DeBrusque, the whole nine. I mean, last year, when the opponent scored first, Bruins were 14-16-3. and three. Outshot by the opponent, 8-11. and 11. They were decent in one-goal games, but after two, when they trailed 4 20 and two, things have changed. And so now this year, the talk is get pasta signed, and I think that would be intelligent because I really do believe this team has the chance to win the Cup. They are the odds-on favorite tied with the Avalanche at 550, something like that, at BetMGM. And what that tells me is, okay, if they're tied with the Avalanche, then they believe that there's really nobody else in the East that can hang with them like the way they're playing. The next closest are the Hurricanes, and I think they're like plus 900 to win the whole thing. So even the odds makers believe that this Bruins team could handle the Hurricanes, and I believe that as well. So you talk about pasta, and you say, look, get the deal done. If you remember, and before I play the parody about Jake DeBrusque, how long ago was this, Stiz? Because I, I lost my recreational card here in Massachusetts, and it's been a tough year. I'm, I might know a guy who knows a guy. We <laughs> Don't tell me about. that. We can't discuss that on the air like an old coworker of mine who ends up on television. The day they started delivering where they could deliver to your job, I literally saw my old coworker on television getting it delivered to the job. My mouth oh, was dry. Wow. Yeah, I was like, really? Is that happening right now? Really? So I'm kidding when I say I lost the recreational card. I'm just saying one doesn't know whether I have a recreational card. But how long ago was this Jake DeBrus parody? KJ, this was all the way back in February. Okay, so let's go back to February of this year where Jake DeBrusque is kind of like wanting out and suddenly they put him back in the game. I had to make a song about it. Here it goes. Aha, drop that bug. Look who's on the ice. It's Jake DeBros. Just three months ago, he wouldn't with us. Now he's playing wing on the line at first. Aha, drop that bug. Look who's on the ice. It's Jake DeBros. Just three months ago, he wouldn't with us. Now he's playing wing on the line that's first. Let me tell you a crazy story about a guy named Jake. Told Don Sweeney with the Bruins he won't skate. Trade him for a pack of now a later's flavor great. Meanwhile, Boston Bruins stuck in eighth. Back-to-back wins, they wouldn't stick. Brad Marchand got suspended for the hit. Tuka came back to the net and it looked like Jake said, here's my chance, I think I'll go for it. Say, aha, drop that look. Look who's on the ice, it's Jake DeBrooks. 
just three months ago, he wouldn't quit us. Now he's on the way for the line that's first. Aha, drop that bull. Look who's on the ice, it's Jake Dubrooks. Just three months ago, he wouldn't quit us. Now he's on the way with the line that's first. Aha, yeah, yeah, Jake is staying. And what do you know? KJ Domus was absolutely correct. Jake DeBrus stayed, now thriving. And that was a tough time. That was a team that almost got, <laughs> almost didn't make the playoffs. And it, it was a crazy time. Of course, it cost Bruce Cassidy his gig, but yeah, he's doing well in Vegas. A texter in the 781KJ says, thanks a lot. Aha, drop that puck. We'll be in my head now for the next 24 hours. <laughs> right. You remember Jake DeBrus was like, I don't, I'm don't. i not going to skate at all. I won't be out there. They stick him out there. You're like, he's practicing with the first line? Like, what in the dickens is going on? And it worked. And you remember DeBrus started going off with assists and goals. And I think that's probably where the stopgap was able to happen for the Bruins to move forward. Now, granted, with the playoffs happened, there was, only, there was only such a level of expectation. But this is why I say signing pasta is key. If this is the last ride for Marshawn and for Bergeron, understandable, they got us a cup. Get another cup, then you have that connective tissue between the guys that used to win, that won the cup, played with the guys who just won a cup, getting these young guys to prepare to be the next generation of guys to win more cups. All right, the final hour of KJ on WEEI. Next, 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. Talking Patriots. Plus, I'm going to get a little bubbly in my system. I might say some things I don't know if I should say to some of these people here in Boston. That's next on WEEI. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.